0: You're listening to the Word of Hope sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Derek, Elsie, and Keegan, imagine that you are in a castle, one of these old castles that was built with huge stones, a a fortress that seems safe and impenetrable with strong walls, Bricks and mortar, a large army all around the walls. This is a fortification. But it's a fortification and a fortress that's under attack by a strong and well-equipped army. They've surrounded the castle, and now they're shooting cannonballs into the walls. And as these cannonballs strike the walls of the castle, you feel them shudder, and the ground shakes and the castle creaks and moans in distress every time one of the cannonballs smashes into it. Everyone in the castle is panicking. They're running this way and that. And they, won't, and they know that it won't be long until the protection of the castle is destroyed, that the walls have fallen, and that the enemy has made a breach and is able to come in. Now, this seems like a scary sort of situation, and I think that's right unless, unless you're locked in the dungeon of this castle and the army has come to rescue you. In fact, it's an army with your father at the head of it and he is sparing no expense to get you out of there. Now that's different. It still might be a little bit scary when the building shakes But you know that the destruction of the castle is your hope. And that when the walls fall, you'll be free. We know that Jesus is coming. And we know that from the time He ascended into heaven until the day that He returns, there will be troubles in the world. Troubles that Jesus calls signs. That is, The the, the troubles are supposed to teach us something. They're supposed to indicate and point to something. Like a sign on the highway that tells you how many miles until you're there yet. Or like the sign on the wall that tells you where the bathroom is. Jesus calls the troubles of this world signs, and He's letting us know that they are supposed to tell us something. The signs, the trembling, the the, the shaking of this world is indicating that Jesus is coming for us and He is coming to rescue us. Here it is from the Gospel reading. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars on the earth, distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world For the powers of the heavens will be shaken and they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to take place, straighten up, raise up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. The signs of the end are signs first of destruction. They indicate what's coming like the cannonballs shaking the walls of the castle, all the earthquakes and fires and devastations in this world are signs of the bigger trouble that is to come, the last day when the walls will fall. Peter describes it like this, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth And the works that are done on it will be exposed. For those who love the world and the things in the world, this is terrible and frightful news. If everything you loved was in a barn and that barn burned down, it would be a bad day indeed. And so it is for the world. The signs of the end are signs of fear and gloom and dread. As Jesus says, perplexity, fainting with fear and foreboding. The signs point to that which is coming, which is destruction. But for the Christians, for the baptized, these signs point to something else. They point to something wonderful, to something good. The signs of destruction are indications that we are about to be rescued. Remember the dungeon castle? Remember this. The sounds of war and destruction are for him signs of life and hope. So Jesus says, and dear saints, this is absolutely wonderful. Jesus says, when these things begin to happen, straighten up, raise your heads. Your redemption is drawing near. All the indications of distress and trouble in the world are, for the baptized, reasons for hope. For our treasures are not in the burning barn. Like Jesus says, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. And our treasure is there because our treasure is Christ, His love, His mercy. His death and resurrection, His blood, His word and promise, His righteousness, His kindness. He is our life and our peace, and He, dear saints, cannot be destroyed. So when we see signs of the end, the troubles of the world, something different, something more, something beyond death is indicated for us, we see signs of the resurrection. Remember how Peter described the world as as melting and dissolving. He goes on in the very next verses to say this, Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn? But, according to His promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells on the other side of the last day is a new day the new creation the new heaven and new earth and it's for you for the baptized i mean imagine it the home of righteousness, where there's no sin and no death and no dying, no devil, no sinful world, no sinful flesh, where we are finally free, finally human, finally alive, finally able to love and sing and create as God created us. And best of all, we are finally fit to look upon the face of God without being destroyed. So the Christian sees in the distresses of the end Not the coming of death and destruction, but the coming of life and salvation. The coming of redemption, the coming of hope. And this is because, dear saints, we have already died. It's how St. Paul talks about our baptism. Do you not know, he says, that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death, We were buried, therefore, with Him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. We have already died, died with Christ, the peaceful and watery death of baptism, so that there is only one life for us, a life that never ends. We have already been judged, judged as Jesus suffered God's wrath on the cross, and so we have passed from judgment, and there is no condemnation for us. And all of this is delivered to us in baptism. At the seminary, it seemed like they loved to teach this at the seminary, that the liturgy of baptism was only the first half of a liturgy, and the last half of that liturgy was your funeral service, the funeral liturgy, like the end of your baptism. And I think that that's right. There's something good and something true about that. When we're baptized, we're made ready for death because we've passed, again, from death to life because our sins are forgiven, because the judgment that we deserve has has been passed off because we've been washed and fit. But even our funerals, dear saints, are only halfway there. Your baptism is aiming at eternal life. Its goal is the resurrection of all flesh. The end of your baptism, the telos, the completeness of your baptism, is the joy and peace which God has won for us on the death and resurrection of Jesus, which we will have on the last day when He calls us up out of the grave and gives us a life that knows no ending. And this, this is what the signs of the end are pointing to for us. So that when we see the shaking and trembling of the world, when we see things falling apart around us, these are signs, signs of destruction, but not signs of your destruction. They are for you signs of life, signs of hope, signs of the resurrection, signs that soon the walls will fall. And Jesus will be here to rescue you. So, when these things begin to take place, straighten up, raise up your heads. Your redemption is drawing near. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.